This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. The red card that has stayed with you throughout your lives. And I'll ask you this question, Robin. I've got a funny feeling I know exactly where you're going. 1998 by any chance? Yeah, it would have to be. That would be the one that pretty much brought me to tears, actually. In a very emotional match against yeah. Argentina, it was. It felt it was actually a round of sixteen match. When you look back at it now, um, it feels like it was at much later stages of the tournament. But it was just the first knockout round match, and England. I think there was just optimism around what they were doing. They obviously had Shearer and Sheringham up front. David Beckham was. Uh, it was just off the back of his great season where he'd scored from the halfway line against Wimbledon. Do you remember a little earlier? That was 96, oh, I think. It was. So uh, he was, um, he'd scored against Colombia with a free kick and, and he was coming into his own. Michael Owen had scored oh. that wonder goal earlier on in the match against Argentina. And David Beckham, having been fouled by, I think, Diego Simeone, he decided to put out <sighs> a little innocuous kick. Nothing. Which caught Diego Simeone on the back of his kind of back calf. of his knee, back of his calf, and he toppled to the ground like he'd been felled with an axe. Yeah, um, a hard of course, man of Argentina. And of, and, yeah, exactly. And David Beckham given his marching orders, and from that point on, I mean, it actually played out and ended up in a a pretty textbook penalty shootout loss. Yeah, I think who was the guy that that missed? David Batty. Was it David Batty? David was it? Batty. Yeah, and Paul it was Gareth Lynch. Southgate in '96. I think coming off the the heartache of of Euro '96. Where, where we lost to Germany in the semi-final to, to nearly do it against Argentina, who were one of the great teams at the time. They had Batistuta, they had Simeone, of course. Veron. They had some fantastic players. To nearly beat them was, uh, yeah, it was gutting. So that would be the red card that would have stayed with me. I mean, the, the one that a lot of people are messaging in on 4001 is, uh, of course, probably the most famous of all, Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. in the 2006 well, World Cup final. Probably. I think the other one that, that crystallised a time was Eric Cantona. The, yeah. the, the headlines. I mean, that was, and I remember watching Trevor McDonald, who was, at the time, the anchor for the ITN News in the UK, 10pm, uh, uh, the Big Ben, dong, 10pm news. It was headline. It was the headline story. Eric Cantona launching himself at a Crystal Palace fan at Selhurst Park with a kung fu kick. It ended up, I think, what was it, a seven or eight month ban for uh, King Eric. Fergie stood by him, of course, and the famous story that I know is starting to be told now in these podcasts that are being released where Fergie, at the end, I think it was a 1-1 draw. Gareth Southgate was actually playing for Crystal Palace that night, and the famous story that has now been told a lot more is that at the end of the game, Eric's in the train change room. He has been sent off for kung fu f- uh, kicking a fan the door flies open Fergie is incandescent and he goes straight for Gary Pallister and he's having a go at him for not defending the goal and all the rest of the players were kind of looking side of their eye looking at Eric as if to say okay Gary's done that is anything going to be said for Eric who has just kung fu the fan <laughs> yeah. and nothing was said Eric had a yeah. shower and it was it amazing you could, I can still picture it now as he launched into the sideboard oh yeah I mean, it was a, an incredible kick. I mean, he got some great height on it. <laughs> he got up. He got off the, the turf. The man had flexibility. There's no doubt about and that. And then he was talking about when seagulls follow the sardine trawlers. Remember mm. the press conference he gave? Oh, a he was. Days. Yeah, it was a philosopher. He was. I mean, it was weird. But he came back, and of course, I think his first game back, Old Trafford, two-two draw with Liverpool. If memory serves me correct. Yeah, and he and that, that season, I think he scored in the FI. 
we'll be the season he came twice. back, I think, and maybe that game as well. Anyway. Um, we're getting a message in actually regarding a rugby red card. Red card broke my little Welsh heart and ah, that of many other Welshies. Yes. Sam Warburton, oh. World Cup semi final against France 2011. Um, oh, Mike Phillips scored in that game, I think. He did. How, how good were Wales? Mike Phillips. Uh, Chris will remind me 9 6. Wales hung in, 14 men. Sam Warburton was crushed. It was a spear tackle, and you could see as soon as the Frenchman landed on the ground, his name escapes me. It was the skipper, the big, uh, the big French skipper, and you could see Sam Warburton go, "No, I know I'm in trouble here," and the red card had had to come out, and and Wales did battle manfully, and eventually they just came a cropper. One of the most sickening red cards: Luis Suarez, 2010 World Cup, Ghana, one-one, oh, yeah, Ghana deep in Uruguay territory in the final minute of extra time, trying to win it. Dominic Adia jumped to oh, head yes. goalwards, and for a moment it looked like he was going to propel Ghana. Uh, into the next round but Suarez was on the goal line and he stuck out a hand to deny him and then Asamoah Jayan missed, missed the penalty and Uruguay went through in the shootout you know what people are going to he- hate me for saying this I would have done the same well of course I'm sure it would be instinctual wouldn't it uh, I would have exactly done the same listen the reason why we're talking red cards is it's the 20th anniversary of the fastest red card in football Ooh. history 12 seconds you're out by 10 seconds. Two seconds. So the player who has shown it, who's now, who's now 42, incidentally, Lee Todd, he said he's actually gave an interview. Ago. Um, it, get it, him on. It, it happened in the Sunday League, okay? Oh. And it made national headlines. It made national headlines because he said that during a call to Sport Bible, he said they thought the ref was joking, but no, he was adamant. I was off the pitch after two seconds of run. Think of it. Two seconds Sorry. after running on the pit, after the, fir- after the whistle blew. I'll tell you exactly what went down. So it happened on a memorable weekend in Somerset. <laughs> right. okay, it was November 2000. It was during a clash between local rivals Cross Farm Park Celtic and Taunton Eastreach Wanderers. Okay? Not catchy names. Um, and this made na- Sky News covered this. This made oh. national headlines. It was the fastest red card since records began. And it was brandished by, you would have to call him a no-nonsense referee. His name was Peter Curl. Okay, and uh, Todd Lee Todd, the the, the player at the on the, at the wrong end of this, um, thought that the referee was joking. So moments after the teams entered the field of play, the kickoff whistle was about to go, and the referee said, "Listen, just remember, I'm strict, no swearing." Okay, so after after that, the ref walked past Lee, who was crouching down to do up his bootlaces, and he blew the whistle in close proximity to Lee's ear. And he said he nearly burst his eardrum. <laughs> I know where this is going. So Lee muttered under his breath, and I'll have to bleep this out, but bleep me, ref, that was loud, okay? The next thing he knew, the ref had produced the red card <laughs> oh two seconds Lord. after blowing the whistle, okay? And Kit Curl had given the Cross Farm Park Celtic striker his marching orders, citing foul and abusive language as the reason behind the early bath. He was fined £27, he was banned for 35 days, and um, he, he said, you nearly burst my eardrum, ref. Um, and actually, the team went on to win 11-2, so they didn't oh, even know they were down to 10 men. But he said that it made the result even more annoying because apparently it was the only Saturday night he'd stayed in for 12 months prior to the game. Oh, I love that story. Two seconds. My goodness, Lee Todd. We should really get him on the show. 
You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.